to the streets. Take a big old sip there, big fellow. Sacagawea. <laughs> Is that the particular brand or just what came to mind? No, that's what Lewis and Clark were led by. Apparently, it's an animal, a rare animal known as the Sacagawea. <laughs> the mighty. <laughs> Couldn't even finish it. The mighty. The mighty Sacagawea. Sacagawea. The eight boobed deer of legend. <laughs> I think she was a. An Indian woman. An Indian princess. But if you think about Indian heritage, what? Why is the woman the navigator? Like the guy wasn't the guys traditionally, like the swampers, like the guys yeah. that tracked out. We need a tracker. Why would it be Sacagawea? I think she was held under her under duress. Like lead us. <laughs> she didn't know. They didn't know what she was saying. That's a horrible rendition of a native language. You I know. Tricked to into into leading them along under false pretenses? Either that or she just duped them for money. Like, she's like, which way do we go? And she just pointed in some yeah. rant, like, which way? We're going west. She was following the sun the entire time. <laughs> just looking for, like, the easiest path. Like, can we cross these mountains? She was like, no. Stupid. The bird will lead you. <laughs> exactly. Ignore the bird. Follow the river. Oh, Lord. Obscure willow reference right at the top of the ship. You never mix willow with Sacagawea, kid. Never. <laughs> Oh, we. How did we get here? We. I'm sorry. Sacagawea <laughs> led us here. Apparently. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened. <laughs> she was on a coin. I think she's on the dollar coin. Is she? Yeah, the gold dollar, the American dollar. I think. Okay. No, we've never seen one. Features Sacagawea. You know, I don't know what her name is. Her nine boobed glory. deer of legend. But it's fine. It's fine. Not supposed to. Jay, it's like if you're in the woods and you see a deer, <laughs> how do you know what kind of deer is? It? How do you know if it's a boy or a girl? Well, if it has a huge rack, well, then it's definitely a girl. <laughs> God, deer humor. <laughs> well, you I mean you was just talking about being in the woods, so that was a hammered joke. I mean, a hammered story. Yeah. It was a joke as well. It was a hammered joke about a hammered story. It was riding through the woods on a four wheeler, smashed. It was good people. That's what it was. All the people that were with me. I was alone. But <laughs> All the people that were with me. I was alone. <laughs> but it was, it was, I wasn't without company. Where, where was that at? Were y'all at Danny's or what? Well, it was out in St. Francisville. Out in the Francieville. Yeah, up in the bluffs and everything. It's been so dry recently. Oh, here's a, here's a neat thing. Um, it's been so dry recently that <clears throat> an offshoot of Thompson Creek is a, is a shallow water creek in our homeland. Um, has gone dry, and I've never seen it dry. Really? It was gravel bottom. It's not a mud, sand, gravel bottom, which means quicksand, and, but it's very rare. But anyway, you go tool around down there and check it out. I found, like, a cave. There's obviously a black bear on the property. I didn't investigate. Dude, but I mean, like, hey, someone told me there's a bear here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I checked it out. I was like, I want to snuggle with you. <laughs> Come here, big fella. <laughs> Give us a hug. It wasn't really like that, but I mean, like, I was, I was, I was in my element. I'm really comfortable in those environments. I like them. <clears throat> it's very. You f- are the woodsy fellow. It's us. Gives me a kind of peace of mind. I'm a hunter and a fisherman. I like to do those things. But also the sciencey part of me, uh, the biologist in me, the wildlife biologist wants to go 
on walkabout. Like, I want to go and discover new places. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so that's what I was doing. I was just out there, and I found this very odd-looking plant, man. It had these big green fruits on it, and I've never seen it before. So I gathered a couple, put it in my rucksack, and brought them back to camp for further investigation. Um, I cut them in half. Very strange. No smell. None. Really? Put the tip of my knife to my tongue, and it immediately absorbed all the moisture of the tip of my tongue and lips. They went dry. I was like, well, that's poisonous. Yeah, don't do. And don't put I that in your mouth. I checked them out, and I got. I, I usually leave my phone in the camp or in, mm. or in the. I don't. All communication devices are devoid. I actually had an older guy out there named Ron ask me, "Well, how are we gonna know if you get in trouble?" I said, "You hear me go, ah! <laughs> you know, you gonna hear me. You gonna the, know." The whole point is to is to unplug, is to yeah. get away from it, disconnect. Exactly, and it's really good for a person like me. So anyway, long story even longer. Um, I got on the internet. Turns out it's uh, not a native plant at all. It's from Southeast Asia. Really? It's called a horse nettle. Also, the um, the apple of Sodom. Oh. The devil's tomato. The it, devil's tomato. It's a poison fruit. It's part of the nettle family. And I just, I, I'll spare you the, the, the whole story. The nettle family, like, um, like, like thistles and things? Well, the nettles. There's a whole. Um, I can't remember now that you made me think about it, but there's a, uh, what did Socrates drink? Something nettle, right? Uh, it wasn't a lovely head. Uh, it wasn't a Beaujolais. A nettle, a nettle dandelion blend. No, I can't remember exactly, and I'm going to butcher the science uh, for sure, but um, from what I looked up, it's part of this family, not a nightshade. It's not of the nightshade gotcha. family, but it's a part of the nettle family, and there's a, there's a variety of the nettle families. Most of the plants actually are toxic. Anyway, neither here nor there. I was interested by it, so I discovered I didn't discover it. You know, but I mean, like I found this non-native Southeast Asian and other places. I mean, I'm gonna go through the whole list. It's a very odd plant in a very deciduous area, which yeah. is. So, I'm, of course, my mind goes into all sorts of thrills and fantasies as I'm thinking of some strange non-native bird flying Man. across and crapping seeds, or however it happens, you know get down here and there were several of the plants in this one area but then you never saw another one and i looked all over the place huh. i found some wild muscadines and several other things Ooh, you know muscadines. yeah you know just being out there tooling Love around muscadines and uh and, and did that and that was just a little strange story of something that happened i mean found a boneyard i found a hogwalla uh for those of you who don't know uh some animals go places to die and the like birds elephants? will pick them clean. Yeah, but like elephants, but this is not in that their country, in, yeah. the, in, in this area. Um, also, hogs will wallow out a spot just by existing in it. Yeah. Just by, they kind of dig it out by laying and moving and laying, and it just kind of becomes a depression. Not my kind of depression, but where, <laughs> where, a, hog's, where a hog sleeps. And I found that was really interesting. And it's not, it's not, I don't know, 600 acres. It's not, but it's attached to several other hundreds of acres plots, so there's nothing around. So I got to tool around uh, by myself, and look, I'm talking about hot, buddy. It was hot. I can't even imagine. There's apparently uh, 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 on night cameras, we call it uh, hogs, um, panthers. Panthers. Uh, yeah, black panthers. Dude. And uh, I'm look, thinking during the day, I'm pretty safe. I'm one of them walk up behind you and tap you on the shoulder and be like, what kind of forever? No. Uh, okay. If that would have happened, you would have seen me because <laughs> I would have immediately joined their tribe and... Uh, raised myself up to a high echelon and been kicked out for 
something <laughs> that broke the rules, I'm sure. <laughs> Drinking constantly and eating poison berries. <laughs> I didn't eat the poison berries. They were thrust upon me by a saucy Wakandan lass. Sure they were. <laughs> I was forced upon her by a saucy Wakandan lass. Wait, I said it wrong. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, oh, no. Black Panthers, dude. That's, that's some scary business. Well, uh, they're solitary mostly, and they're nocturnal mostly, but, I mean... I guess if it was hungry enough, it, I mean, I wouldn't have never known. They're ambush predators. Yeah, you never hear them. Um, I've had a couple of run-ins with them in my life, but this one, I mean, I was armed. I had my sidearm. I had a knife. And, I mean, I guess if it ambushed me, I had like a split second not to have my neck crack but, or be just gutted yeah. with one rake because they're a perfect predator for sure. But, anyway, I just, if you're terrified, you'll never see any of the neat stuff I saw, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I saw an oak tree that was t- completely taken over by wisteria again in my life, and it's always really neat. It's a parasite. It's killing the tree. But yeah. It's beautiful. It's as murdering die. the tree, but it's damn beautiful. It's got him in a stranglehold, baby. So, uh, it was just it's just interesting. I mean, it's something only I, well, not only I, but I particularly enjoy. So, I did that, and then I helped another guy build a deck for his camper Um Hung out, played deck for a camper. Yeah, he well, he's an older guy, and he's got like three steps up to the door, and it's kind of a crazy angle, and it's kind of hard to for him to get up. It's army vet guy, really nice dude. Kind of trying to get up in the thing, so we built a deck so he could step out of his front door onto a deck, and then have stairs descending. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Some kind of crazy. Anyway, so we sat up and uh, drank whiskey and beer, and played dominoes. Nice. And hung out. And they're both the 30, 35 years my senior, the guys that were there. Good Lord. But I don't have a problem hanging out with those people at yeah. all. No. So, I can't imagine you would. No, I'm just hanging out, having a good time. That's my pointless anecdote <laughs> of my woodland travel. Woodland travel. I'm expected. It was expected, actually. <laughs> and I planned it. <laughs> I planned on it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the woodsy guy. I got a fishing trip coming up uh, here in the fall. I'm going back to Grand Isle. Nice. Um, going to try to do a four-day um, now that I got the boat all tip top, man, I miss fishing. I don't know if I miss it. I just I, I went five or six, seven or times this summer, uh, something like that. Y'all got to go and catch every time, though. We actually did. It was weird. It was weird. I don't know why we're talking about this, but that, I mean that was it was it was That's very what we weird. do. It's, it's not a. It was surprising to uh, to have that kind of a record when usually you go out. And, you know, that's why they don't call it catching; they call it fishing. Yeah. So. We just ended up doing pretty good. We caught a fish fry every time. Nice. Every time. So we've been up with wild wild game, if you want to call fish a wild <laughs> game animal. It's a sport animal. So, I mean, it's a sport animal. We were fishing for food, and every time we went out, we caught dinner or at least two dinners. Hey. Out of it, you know. And, I mean, fresh fish, whether you fry it or bake it or however you do it, it's just. It's, well, it is, but it's good for you as well. If you don't load it down with salt, and I don't. Because there's no reason to. Yeah, I sadly cannot have all the uh, cornmeal and fish fry uh, anymore. But yeah, I don't have to use it that. You don't have to do it that way. You could have a, a big piece of baked catfish. Would be oh, a that would be top, awesome. Buddy. Just some butter and garlic. That would be awesome. I miss fish. Fresh parsley. If you get one of the big honking fishes, that would be freaking delicious. I love yeah. that. But I no. also am not afraid to try to cook anything. Anyway. Oh no, I love it too. But every time I'm like, I want you know, I'd love some fish. I'd love some fish. Everybody comes around like, oh here, here's some tilapia. No. I don't want tilapia. I don't want tasteless, white, flaky fish. Oh, well, I mean, I guess catfish is the same way. It's all a white fish. So is flounder. It's all like of a white medium. But I guess the fresher it is, the different the taste is and how you 
as a, as a, as a bland, not a bland, that's the wrong way to put it, as a neutral medium, you yeah. can flavor that thing any way you want. I've had white fish that was breaded with pecans and fried. I've had that as well. It was all right. It was not my favorite. Like one or two pieces of fish, you know? Yeah. It was fine. It gets, mean, it gets to be too much after that. It was. But, I mean, there's several, there's several hundred ways to do it. You know, I, I mean, just want the one way I can stuff into my gullet. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so baked it is. Yeah. But, I mean, you can ba- I like to do stuff like you bake it and make a stew. Go ahead and make the like the all day thing, where you uh, you know boil the bones or make a fish stock or whatever you're gonna do, and then you make a fish stock and then put all your veggies in there, and after you get your rice going and everything, and make a real thick thick fish stew, rice, fish, and then two pieces of baked fish on the top. Oh yeah, it's a wrap. Smash dude. it. Yeah. Smash it. It's good for you, too. We There's always wind up talking about food on this show. I don't know, because we're both food-centric, I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Uh, and, uh, I mean, this is from the kitchen table to the street. That's not what it was meant to be. No, it's not. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as far as talking about food, it's something we both understand. Um, I, I am a chef. You are a hell of a cook. Um, I'm not a working chef. I have since retired the old toke, <laughs> if it, as it were. Got your toke. Uh-huh. I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... The, the, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a common ground. It's a good place to go if we got nothing to say, which is 90% of us talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, why? Why? It, it hurts so good to be so right. <laughs> you know, shower your equipment with froth. <laughs> don't, don't be froth in the equip. I've got, I, I can control it most of the time. <laughs> you never make a joke until I'm drinking. That's true. That's, You've been trained. Yeah. You are the nose of the milk spitter outer. That is your cl- clan. <laughs> Not McLeod. That one. The other the previous one I spoke of. Yeah. Cotton McLeod. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Connor. Here we are. <laughs> I know exactly. It's like, let's listen to this whole song. No, don't. You'll ruin it for us and everyone else. Just yeah. listen to the beginning. Just listen. Just give me the credits. Princess I just of the need universe. the credits. That's, That's right. Uh, 400 years ago in the Highlands of Scotland. Did we talk about this on on, on a podcast? We've never it, talked about Highlander on I'm, any podcast. I'm, I'm ever. talking about not just Highlander, but uh, Queen specifically. Oh yeah, I'm sure we talked about Queen. I'm sure. Uh, I know we did. We 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 talked a little bit about uh about a different Queen song, but every time I see the trailer for Bohemian Rhapsody, I just want to see it more and more. I want to see that movie too. And that's I don't know why. Fantastic. I think it's because the dude that's playing him is playing him so perfect. I kind of wish Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch would have played him. <laughs> Only because he looks like him in my mind. If you give that dude the haircut in the in the stash, and he's long, you know, he's kind of a Man. lanky Englishman. Uh, I think I would have done that. But the guy they got, from what I saw, okay, fair enough. Yeah, especially when they show him in like the later years and like the eighties years with the mustache and the aviators. Yeah. It's like that's Freddie Mercury. I mean, that's awesome. I love Freddie Mercury. It's gonna be good. I want potato soup. We've been talking about food, and I was thinking Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Freddie Mercury. If he was in the soup. bed all riddled with the hiv, I'd slowly you feed him. Feed Freddie Mercury potato soup. Yeah, but lovingly, because he's my hero, one of many. And sadly, like most of my heroes, he's also dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing all what, what all the best of them are doing, pushing up the daisy. <laughs> <laughs> like Sorry. that. They can't see you do that. No, they can't see podcast. me do that, but they know what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, they know. They, they probably know. <laughs> <laughs> Give him the play-by-play. Right now, Mark is pointing up into the air. <laughs> yeah, but at the bottom of the daisy roots, therefore making them 
protrude from the Earth's surface. <laughs> and to the Earth they have returned. <laughs> my, 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 my. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. I don't know. Hey, you could have potato soup. You skeevy diobeto. <laughs> I can't have potato soup. Potatoes are st or starches, which they'd be convert cooked, to carbs. They'd be cooked down to the devil. You can't have broth? It's can't have vegetable broth? Yeah, I'm going to have You that, mean your system is kicking back broth? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? God. It's all protein bars and water I from now we can, on. I don't know if we can hang out anymore. Your system's kicking back broth. There's on a, the table. A, clipping a, the mic. A systemic oh. weakness in your genetics. <laughs> Bro <coughs> I had some broth. Did it have vegetables in it? <coughs> oh, clearly he no, had a I, pee. I, I, I can eat broth, sir. Bet you oh. can. <laughs> that's, that's, that's sauce. I can sip it. Uh, <laughs> I just can't have the potatoes. That's weird. Or starch. It turned into, into oh, Don't you, I mean, uh, this is just a, a question for the gallery out there. Is uh, Starches are broke down in my cooking. I don't know. I'm not a nutritionist or a <laughs> salame. All I know is that they're bad. For me. Fair enough. <laughs> Brown rice, not white rice. Isn't it both rice? Yes, but it's different. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Doc, we're just shooting me full of that. What's it called? Experimental tea stasty rune. Oh, Let's just it's figure it out. Tea virus. Oh, no. Well, I'm not making you anything to eat because if it's the tea virus, I'm going to have to shoot you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but what a good time it'll be. Yeah, the 30 seconds it takes me to load and shoot you in the face. <laughs> I'll be going, ah! I only hope that I'm one of the, like, the, you know, the 28 days later Of course you do. Everybody the... wishes, like, if I was a zombie, I want to be the fast one. Just so I can tear more people apart. No, take, I, I take it back. I'd, I'd want to be one of the really disgusting George Romero zombies. I just want to be a, a walker. If you're going to be a zombie, just be a regular. You'll be one of the masses. Matter of fact, you wouldn't even care at that point. That's true. I would have the capacity for rational thought. You'd be in the, you'd be trapped in the supermarket on the opposite side of the restaurant. I mean, the, the establishment from where the potatoes are. Because I know you're scared of them. So then you'd become a zombie and you'd be walking around with like paper goods, and that's not scary at all. Well, at least as a zombie, I know that the one thing I still can eat is meat. <laughs> Touche, salesman. <laughs> Delicious brains for me. Yes. It's an organ, not really. Well, the same thing, whatever. Your brain tastes like ribo flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Xanthan gum. Xanthan. <laughs> 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 uh, it's some kind of absorbent thing. I think it's made to uh, keep things from clotting together. I think it's, uh, it absorbs moisture mm. as another preservative. <laughs> preserving month. If I filled you full of xanthan gum, you would, in fact, be a mummy. Oh, mummy. mummy. Not that kind of mummy. That's a whole other... <laughs> Does your mummy have a rosary? It's eventually going to be a psychosis if you don't stop. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Weird. Diabetes. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Diabetes. <laughs> so, I got it. <laughs> well, fair enough, Brimley. <laughs> Trying to brim over with starchy sugar. <laughs> he almost got me while I was drinking. Filthy prick. I would feel more confident in your exposure to potatoes if you had a big, beautiful, brimley mustache. <laughs> I can't grow one. I've tried. I know. The only way I'm going to get one is if I literally just shave parts of my head and glue it to my lip. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I have the technology here right now. <laughs> First time on, on the air ever. Then I want to be able to wiggle it like the janitor in the old, in the we'll old Aesop's we'll, Fables we'll cartoon. We'll weight the bottom of it just a little bit. 
So when you move your lip, you're like, mm, 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 like a <laughs> chandelier upon monkey power. <laughs> or maybe I just want to be like rock up, like a Sam Elliott. You know, no one can rock a Sam Elliott. That's true. No only one. Sam Elliott. The only better Sam mustache I've ever seen has been on Kurt Russell. Piss on you, what? <laughs> exactly. But not from that movie. From no, the Hateful from, Eight. Uh, yeah, from Hateful Eight. That was a freaking, that was riboflavin. <laughs> that, it was just like, Why is that the I don't know. It was just like, it, was, it curled and it was perfectly, like, jeebus, what a mountainous fellow. It looked like it took a while. Like, you have to use like an old sharp rock to cut yeah. those gaps in it. <laughs> Use my flint knife. I heard this on the internet. Kurt Russell's face is made out of aged denim. (laughs) (laughs) That makes so much sense. I know, right? Yeah. Kurt Russell's face is made out of aged denim. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's good times. That's genius. That is that. It's not mine. I I heard it or read it on the internet, but it was really funny. (laughs) Good old Kurt Russell. Yeah. How we miss you. What do you mean? How we miss him? He's still alive. I know. <laughs> we do miss He's him. He's not here. <laughs> That's true. We don't have a chair big enough for Kurt Russell. We don't. He's probably smaller than he is in my mind. <laughs> but in my mind, he's very big. He's rock, the rock size Kurt Russell. Yeah. But he's not that big. There's no way. He's just this giant, imposing figure of a man. Henry Rollins is the same way in my mind. Yeah. But yeah. he's not. In he's your smaller, head, he's yeah. He's smaller than me. Henry's massive in your head. Yeah, he was. But yeah, when we t- when we stood next to him, I it towered was like, above him. Yeah, you were gigantic. I was, In that picture, you know, I was enormous. Short. I saw the picture the other day. Um, yeah, like not gigantic. Yeah, of course, he's always made short jokes about himself. Like I don't think about stuff like that. You don't? No. Why would I ever listen to somebody's short jokes about themselves? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any explanation for my knees. Was that pointed at me, boy? (laughs) It's not. Oh, no. Put that away. It's not up. It's not out, though. Certainly not in. (sighs) Well, with a little luck, it never will be again. Most of my problems stem from that one insertion. I have a question for you. Oh, God. I didn't know. She said she was 18. (laughs) Not that question. (laughs) Okay. What smells like hot gummy bears? My vape. Oh, <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> it is. It's not gummy bears, but that's what it smells like. It's a blueberry muffin with a little bit of razzmatazz. That's what you're picking up on. Okay. <laughs> like I would ever have the flavor profile lodged in my head to be able to identify razzmatazz. <laughs> Fair enough. That was some kind of I'm a vapor jargon you stuffed down my throat. Like, oh, razzmatazz. Is that nutty with a hint of? Fruits? Uh, okay. Don't uh, explain I'll, it. I don't care. I'll go, simplify go it for you. Life. Blue raspberry. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Why do they call that? Huh? Never mind. I don't want to know. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. I, I don't make. I don't figure these I'm things like, out. It's, I just it's, vape it's it. simple. Icy's. If you go get a blue one, it's blue raspberry. It's blue it says raspberry. Blue raspberry. Yeah. It's not blue laser confunction. <laughs> you just ooh. Blue raspberry. Nothing of it exists. It's a chemical flavor. It you are really screwing is. me with the name. It says it doesn't say vanilla, cherry, grape. I don't care. This tastes like purple. It's stupid. I love purple. <laughs> I know, right? Love the way it tastes. Purple's assumed to be grape. Yeah, like what flavor of Gatorade do you want? I love that when I ask the kid that. He's like, Orange. Yeah, give me the red. <laughs> like red's not a flavor. But nowadays, it they is. have 14 different varieties well, of red. Well, everything was a Coke. 
when we were growing up. Yeah. You want a Coke. Well, I mean, here. Like, what kind of Coke do you want? A Sprite? A Dr. Pepper? Yeah, well, as you meet people up north, they're like, a soda. Yeah, I know that. It's I've like, been what kind of soda? Folks, but I mean, it's just not. It's one of those things. You want to go get a soda? It's it, it's your choice of any of the variety. It makes more sense. Yeah. But I'm not going to bend. I want to be specific. <laughs> I want a Coke. Or I want a water. Or I want a tea. I'm a simple creature. If I'm not drinking those things... You're drinking beer. <laughs> not always. I wish I could drink beer. Sometimes it's yaka. That's the thing I miss the most. You could drink vodka. It's drinking beer. Vodka has nothing in it. No, I, I, I don't want vodka. I want beer. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I understand. No, I know I can consume. You know, like an, it'd be like an expensive vodka, so you could, it would it'd be smooth, and you'd have to do it with ice or the stone, so it didn't water it down, because watered-down vodka is iffy. It might depend on the vodka. Yeah. If you got, like, a good vodka that didn't have the sugar injected into it, like a, like the cheesecake vodka and all yeah. that crap, you had regular, like a Kettle One, not Grey Goose, but, like, anything higher, like a Belvedere. Like a Belvedere. That was going to be some, where, where I was going That's with not it. even high, high, high end, but, I mean, like, somewhere around there. And you could sit there and have a Brock's uh, glass full of it. You could sip that for a long time. Yeah. And, and, be, it, and if I did that one, at three this fingers point in my life, I would just be on the floor. You wouldn't be on the floor. You'd be sitting here no, and we'd be, be laughing. I'd be drunk. Instead of talking all this silly shit. <laughs> this is about what we do. strange fruits and... Strange fruit? No, no. Oh. Uh, no, I, I did the research. I can't... Uh, I could, if I wanted to, drink a little vodka because vodka unlike beer would actually lower my blood sugar fair enough it's um, made out of potatoes where yeah i know strange uh, <laughs> strange isn't it it's where, a conspiracy it really is the potatoes conspiracy starts here uh <laughs> it ends here too because we're not going to walk out of this room without getting like we can drop they know about the potatoes sir <laughs> they know about the potatoes you've heard about the potatoes yeah we're done i'll shoot you first yeah, as because I kick you into the site. <laughs> yeah, they got him into the bushes. Thanks, buddy. Well, let's go through bushes. I'm not safe. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mental thing. Bullets go through bushes. 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 Bushes too. <laughs> Bullets go through bushes. That would be my new mantra. Oh, <laughs> Anytime check I'm this out. Angry. I'm getting some Bridge Four shirts. Nice. Sarah's got the silk screen. Yeah. I'm sending her the uh, the insignia from the book and getting her to blow it up and make it blue. Bridge Four. Yeah. Because she was like, I'm making shirts now. And I was like, yeah. we always wanted to do that. We came up with five billion ideas to make shirts, and now you're doing it. It's all like, love one another. Not that that's bad. It's just not funny. The, uh, We're the funnier. love you to depth shirt with a shark on it, that one's kind of That's funny. cool. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, the shark shouldn't have sunglasses on, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe he's got an ocular problem. He's a shark. <laughs> Maybe his eyes are UV sensitive. All sharks have ocular problems. And I killed I the conversation. I have no response to that. <laughs> I thought about it. I put some. I went, I went to my files somewhere in the freaking junkyard. Yeah, it's like, all right. Two problems with that comment. One, we he don't knows know too much about sharks. Two, he knows nothing about sharks. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of both. Really. Yeah, really it's is. kind of both. Split right down the middle. I got a, I got a perfect. Here's a scenario. All right. I want you to picture this. It's a balmy Monday morning. Mm-hmm. A little mist. Around the heaps. And when I say heaps, I mean mountainous piles of old washing machines and rubbish. Mm-hmm. And old two-by-fours. And just to imagine a mountainous junkyard. I'm there. And on one of the lower hills, there's a, a track hoe with a big magnet and a big backhoe on it. There's a big fat guy in overall that says Mel. He's got a red hat, smoking a big cigar, sitting there. He's going to work in the junkyard all day. 
That is the entrance to my mind. <laughs> I'm walking those fields. I thought I, you were describing my backyard for a no. minute. <laughs> and as I and as I as I headed, you opened the door, and as I was running down to get to the files, I had to stop and talk to Mel because it's rude <laughs> not to. So you shut me down with a question because I was going somewhere else. It's like open the annals and journals of your insides. I was like, sure, clock. And then I fell into my own hole. Not that one, another one. And and of course was stuck talking to Mel again. <laughs> Minimum Same wages thing in my mind castle, but opened a file cabinet and got to, you know, SSS sharks, opened it, and a moth flew out. Yeah. I know a lot about a lot of stuff, but I mean, I'm not smart about anything. I know I don't want to be in the water with them. What's your question? We derailed so in such a fantastic oh, I state. Don't, yeah, no, we've, we've, we bowled over that. It was. It was Petey Pablo esque. Oh, God. No, don't. But I don't know. No, I. I this is going to stop right here after I say this. Because I'm not going down this hole with you. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> but I like him. I know little to nothing about him. He should be on the show, but we're not set up to accept a, a Petey Pablo-esque <laughs> human being. And that's it. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I have was, nothing for you. That was elaborate. I got nothing Thank for you. you. That was a that was a genius way to get out of answering uh, a Petey Pablo. Question. I have no que- I have no answers for Petey Pablo or his music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You hear that, Petey? All right. No. <laughs> no. Don't start beef with Petey on the internet. And, and I want to. You know, might be just not busy enough to like. It's a shame you didn't want to answer this question because I was about to bring in our guest, Petey Pablo, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Petey Pablo. <laughs> that would be amazing and horrible. I'd like to say hi, but I would be mortified the entire <laughs> like. Yeah, 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 true. Dill pickles are delicious, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever you say. I agree, Petey. We should raise up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet he's past that stage in his life. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's past the raise <laughs> up, the vendetta. But uh, he's like, I, oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'll never understand what's happening here. This is like a train wreck that you're trapped in. But it's a Groundhog Day experience to where, like, whoop, as you start to, and the train starts to roll over, you start you reset. Your seat. Yeah. Is it that bad? No, it's not <laughs> it's that bad. I guess I maybe overstated. Yeah. It's not that horrible. That was a catastrophe. <laughs> I just described. I guess it's more like going to the store with like 50 or a dollar 25 or whatever it costs now to get a drink out of the soda machine and dropping one quarter into the grate <laughs> but it just keeps resetting it's that bad i'm sorry i went too hard on <laughs> you constantly you're slowly dying of thirst you're i get slowly it slowly dying of thirst as if a coke would help you <laughs> oh here's something i noticed this week i What's really up? this is a horrible thing for me to say but the clothes department in walmart smells amazing the clothes department I was walking in Walmart. Through, yeah, I was walking through. I was going to go get some stuff for dinner. And, you know, I like to cook all sorts of weird shit and stuff. And I was thinking about using apple jelly. I've done it before. Apple mm. jelly as a um, as a sauce, like getting it hot and cooking it down. And uh, and using it as a, mar- not a marinade, but an after sauce, maybe with some hot chili. Mm-hmm. Or some like, like an apple, ch- apple jelly flakes. reduction. You know, like an apple jelly reduction with hot chili flakes or cayenne mm. or something to put on pork. A like pepper jelly reduction? Oh, my God, dude. Put on pork. So I was thinking about that. I That's cut perfect. right through the clothing area. I was like, there's something about the Bangladeshian thread or what? <laughs> you know, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. And I just that just came to my mind after the P.D. Pablo debacle. <laughs> so it was, it was an interesting. Title of my next book. It was... <laughs> 
should be an essay. <laughs> the PewDiePie. You don't have a whole. Book. You don't have enough information yeah. to write a book. The PewDiePie debacle. The blog entry for sure. Yeah, we'll make it even. Well, we'll go even further and do the PewDiePie Escobar debacle. Because <laughs> drugs and music to the air, baby. What's up with y'all? <laughs> okay. Anyway, was that your NPR voice? No, that's just the voice that I would normally use when I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Apparently, the more I talk to you, the more animated I become. It, it's true. It's festive. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's a jovial time. It's not like a sweet festival, like a music festival. It's like a tamale festival somewhere. <laughs> it's hot and sweaty, and there's beans in the air, and sweaty sombreros laying about. <laughs> and you've tried entirely too many different varieties of tamale, and you're sick, and you do not want to go to the port <laughs> well no not a tamale festival no, that's freaking just a recipe for disaster no hey bro i use crawfish tamale handmade homemade crawfish tamales to make a jambalaya one time and what? it was fantastic i got them from there's a little town in louisiana up north in the jambalaya well you cook them to part mm-hmm. and it was still like the corn mealy kind of base oh, yeah. but it flavored it flavored the jambalaya like a tamale Ooh. but it was rice and, and i added like a pound of a crawfish tail absolutely first class wow, up north lovely. Louisiana there's a little town called Zawali I'm not making it up and they have the Zawali Tamale Festival I almost choked on my vapor I was there there's a guy who had a DeLorean as his I drive to work in it um, <laughs> he worked daily driver he worked at the bank it was a little bitty small town and I guess every year I don't know if they still do it I haven't been up there since then they have the Zawali Tamale Festival. It's a big deal. hundred different types of uh, tamales and all the, all the different foods and the beers and the, everything's uphill no matter where you walk in the place. You know, it's one of those weird little little, little hometowns like most of America is. Mm. My favorite thing. My dad just got back from the Bologna Festival in northern Michigan right at the border to Canada because he went to Canada here. No, I'm, still, I'm still wrecked by the fact that there's a Bologna Festival. The Bologna King and Queen? Small town USA, dude. They have the whole thing. Riding in cars, waving, got a bologna on a crown. Big bolognas, like the old school bolognas mm-hmm. and the modern bolognas that are processed meat, but the old school bolognas, which is basically a for- forced meat sausage. Yeah. Fried bologna, bologna on a stick, bologna sandwiches, anything you want. You can cut it big, thick pieces and render it and put it in anything you want. I didn't, I never would, cons- I would have never thought of that. You get, Buy the bologna instead of getting it sliced. Yeah, sandwich, buy, the, buy the yeah. bologna and cut it yourself. Never would occur to me to do that. It's like, what am I going to do with all that fucking bologna? <laughs> it's a lot of sandwiches, you know. Yeah, but it's not. But the there's b- apparently a million different things you can do with bologna. Well, just like spam. You didn't. You don't ever think about it in the same way. We're talking about food again. That's what well, we do. The whole point is from we ha- we're still at the kitchen table. We never even got to the streets. You tried to bring it to the streets, and I roadblocked you <laughs> with the Pete Pablo veto. <laughs> But anyway, second chapter. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're becoming a role with this. You need to help me finish my book so we can not publish it. <laughs> anyway, long story even longer. Uh, what was I saying? Something about baloney. Oh, yeah. You can do whatever you want with it. Not whatever you want. Yeah, that's the it's look like, on your face. Like, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a culinary thing, man. No, I, I get it. I got, I'm picking up what you laid down. <laughs> I'm busting a sweat. I, 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 like, I went with you there for a second. <laughs> I went with you for a second. It was oh my God. pretty horrible. <laughs> 
Strong bologna. You put bologna in the eggs. <laughs> but I mean, I was thinking about it in my head. I was leading somewhere, thinking about some kind of southern dish I could make with big chunks of bologna. And when you said that, all of it was like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> I would never do this. <clears throat> oh my god, dude! But I do like bologna, so there's the period on the end of that wonderful paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it. Oh my god, <sighs> that wrecked me, dude. It was just the way, just it was picturesque. <laughs> oh my god, oh. I better go. Um, I gotta go to the bathroom. Um, check please. <laughs> yeah, table for me. Itchy nostril. Just the inside, like a <laughs> crab pinched me, like. <laughs> it didn't happen, but just on if a crab. crab had pinched me, that's where it itches. <laughs> on the septum? Yeah. Maybe it's deviated. I'm deviated. <laughs> Maybe you'll find out later at night. Oh, where I snore like the end of the world. <laughs> I, I, I like my tongue falls back over my throat fucking hole. <laughs> like, a, like the same way a dog's does. It's like flop. And I'm like... It's so bad, dude. It just hangs up in the so throat. So bad. Like I think I probably got the same thing everybody in my family has. Like we got that they got that apnea. You know, we got a uh, got that, that sleep stuff or whatever, because when I sleep, man, I wake up. And the older I get, the worse it gets. Oh yeah. So I mean it's just like and it was, especially with this stuff going on up here and man, it's just it's a weird yeah, We life. used to make jokes about it when I lived with uh with Mike. Oh, my stepdad, Mike, in Tanglewood. I know who he is, oh. or who he was, or what he is, whatever. You could hear him throughout the entire house. Oh, me just too. Just sawing him, dude. I'll, he eventually had to go have surgery I will, I'll rattle the to stop now. it. Um, I tried the breathe thing, the little strips that go in mm-hmm. those. Bro, that shit ain't got stuff. I mean, that shit ain't got nothing. That shit ain't got stuff. Well, that means the same thing as that shit ain't got nothing. I just said shit ain't got stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's the same as nothing but different. Oh, yeah. And uh, that didn't work. And then I tried not drinking, which helps. But then I can't sleep. Yeah. So I'm just awake <laughs> quietly reading a book. <laughs> so it's a self-defeated <laughs> process. And then I tried the sleeping medication. It makes me wake up thinking I'm battling a dragon inside my mother's womb. <laughs> what? And, no, the, the, the like, sleeping medication. What, like Ambien? And... No, Ambien's a whole different thing. Uh, Ambien is something a person like me should never be on. No. Uh, Especially once you hear all the horror stories about well, people I would have sawed someone in half at some point and woke up and not remembered, like, this is not grape jelly. <laughs> what this is, is Terrence. Why does this keep happening? Exactly. Yeah. Naked in a field. Again, yeah. covered in blood. But, uh. I don't know. It's just the fear of, of having doing that. Like uh, Chantix, I wanted to do that to fucking quit smoking, but I don't. I also don't want to have violent nightmares because I already have violent yeah, nightmares. Or be uh, violently suicidal. And my blood pressure is yeah, so uh, so up that I like I got a fan. I got an industrial small fan, like a shop fan in my room that blows on me, and I still sweat. Good God! I just said uh, that Chantix. So uh, when I was working, for I'd have to have somebody live or somebody that monitored me constantly. Uh, a company I worked for in the past, one of the guys, one of the higher-ups, tried quitting with Chantix and had to take a leave of absence because he got whacked out in the brain on it. Mm-hmm. When you saw him again, he's sitting outside smoking. Like, you all right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, these are a whole lot better than what happened a few weeks ago. Like, I guess. I mean, I'm not really scared. I mean, because as much acid as you've done in your life, me and you included, Troons too, all those hallucinogens, all of them count. Let's not go down the list, but all of them count. 
I'm pretty well equipped, more than your average person, to deal with some strangeness in yeah. the room with me. But um, as I've gotten older, I, I've become concerned that maybe through the things that I have done, that I've permanently disengaged myself in a different way. So, because things that are once were very imaginary are now very real. <laughs> but not, not, <laughs> not in such a horror. Was it uh, uh, acids? The, the joke was the best diet pill is acid because yeah. it's hard to get in the refrigerator if there's a dragon garden in. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's the joke but the whole the whole point the whole point of it was is like i'm already an unstable individual so i add things that unstable me i'm just going to become more wild yeah and i'm kind of I've, I've after years and years this more and more unhinged several years of process i finally kind of calmed down i still struggle with the same things i struggled with but as a as a minutia as my own mind, you're more equipped to deal with. I'm them more now. equipped to deal with it that, and I'm more intelligent, or at least more wise, not more intelligent. But I I, I know like, well, I'm not going over there. That's where they stabbed me last time, <laughs> or you know, or whatever. It's like, let me put it to you this way: if you're walking down through Baton Rouge or New Orleans or whatever, and you're going back from the House of Blues after a particularly fine show, and you're by yourself, because I stag. Well, I mean, I have a girlfriend now, but most of the times I'd get Sarah yeah. to watch the kid or whatever, and I'd go do stuff on myself. Because I like my company. Yeah. I know who I am. So yeah, you sometimes you just need to decompress. You know, beautiful, a beautiful girl comes out of the alley, and she says her car broke down on the other side, and she needs help. The first thing I think is it's a trap. Yeah. That's my nature. I'm not following. I don't matter who it is. It could be a nun. I'm not following you down a dark alley to the other side. No. Not without some light, some, some preparation. I'm going to think about that. And my eyes are open. I prepare. Like, I look around. Granted, I'm a little paranoid, and I'm like a high-energy dude. I'm an intense dude. But it saved me more times than, it, than not, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like, of course you'd help the nun or the pretty girl who says, my car, she just walked out randomly, asked a stranger in a big city or a, a small town pretending to be yeah. a big city. But, I mean, at the same time, you know you're taking the chance, if you go help her, that, you know, her boyfriend could be waiting on around so the corner with a tire iron. Several or, people. Yeah. And it's like, what you gonna you gonna smash my skull in for forty bucks? It happens. So, like, how about this? I'll stay right here. Stay here with me. I'll make a call. And if she's, if she watch her body language, watch her eyes. If she says, no, no, I got it, or I already made a call, or blah, 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 whatever. Just watch it, engage it. She's not. The older I get, like as an old bear, like an old creature, <laughs> like I'm gonna like slowly be. It's harder and harder to catch me. Yeah. In dumb stuff. So that's the only point I was trying to make. Like. I mean, I'm on a rickety roller coaster as it is upstairs, and it's fun, but then again, I gotta wait for the lows. Yeah, you know, so that's just the way. It, and being unmedicated again, like I am now, I really, I really go off the rails. Yeah, not like I used to, because I wouldn't even be here right now. I'd be somewhere. Yeah, true. Stumbling about the city, in some sort of fog, but. Uh, I guess there's a part of it, genetic part of it, the disease part of it is several other things that you can deal with. But, I mean, like, I've seen the top of the mountain. Like, I've been perfect. Not perfect, but, like, I felt perfect. You've been even keeled, finally. And then, um, having gone back down, like, the doldrums going under, I kind of feel a lot better. Like, it's like, okay, I know what's coming. I don't have to sit in the tub and listen to Natalie and Brulia. Or I'm just I'm. If you ever sit in the tub and listen to Natalie and Brulia, I'm gonna find you and beat you. <laughs> it's usually more like uh, old stuff, like a Master of Reality, uh, Black Sabbath, old Black Sabbath. Um, I love that record. Um, or I'm not. I don't lay in the tub. I'm a shower guy. But I mean, like listening to music. Once you, you could tell if you if you were around me a lot, like you used to be. 
anytime I'm listening to a certain style of music, yeah, I could I could pick up exactly where you're going because yeah. that's the way I am. I'm very I'm, I'm very attached to music. And I, yeah, I, I I knew when we when we used to live together when the old country albums would come out. Oh, here we go. He's he's down in the dumps. Old country records or. Um, any of the laid-back stuff, not all of it, but anytime I listen to my, my, my primitive stuff, or I listen to Radiohead or Counting Crows or any of that, I'm in a certain place, I'm in a certain mind state. If I'm listening to anything really, really hard, I'm usually all right. Usually. I'm, yeah. vicious, I'm more, way more vicious. My fuse is a lot shorter, but I'm usually okay. Um, if I'm listening to just regular, you know, if I'm listening to Old Thin Lizzy or something, I'm in a very thoughtful mood. Any of the older stuff that I grew up with, yeah. that I like before the 90s kind of thing happened, um, as it was happening. It's usually when I do my I best thinking to, I because I don't rock. have to pay attention. I can, well, like I told it, you, you know, the other day, I was listening to uh, White Zombie a lot. You know, I was listening to, did I tell you that? No, no, actually. Uh, well, I was listening to the, the uh, Exorcisto. <laughs> Um, I mean, you mentioned uh, a couple episodes ago that you had listened to it, but well, you didn't go into in I was depth. just listening to it a lot because it, took, it takes me back to a specific spot. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean that's where I was at the time. Uh, but, I mean, it doesn't really take me back. It just lets me remember things. Yeah. But, I mean, I also do a lot of good thinking on it because I had such an eclectic variety of music that... Um, I don't know if eclectic is because I'm, I'm just as comfortable listening to some crazy flute player, you know, some kind of <laughs> native stuff. I, was re- I yeah. always really liked it, but I kept, I learned later in life, well, earlier in life to keep that crap to myself. I'd show you stuff that I was into, but I was always into a different style of music than was the norm. Yeah. Um, but then again, I fell in love with Alice in Chains and stuff like that. So I guess it just depends. But I mean, like music and movies especially is a really good barometer for where I'm at if you're around me. So if I'm up at night drinking beer, Watching the Devil's Rejects with the sound turned down, listening to some sad shit. It's a pretty good <laughs> precursor. You know? yeah, it's a pretty good indicator. There's rocky roads ahead. Well, not just that. I'm just my, my temperament shifts. Yeah. I know I need to be medicated, but just right now I can't afford it, and that's the blight of the poor man. Yeah. I hear that, dude. <laughs> Sorry. My medicine's freaking ridiculously expensive. <clears throat> I hear you. My blood. I still got blood pressure medication. I still take that. But the pain and the anxiety stuff, I just can't afford it right now. So I'm, I mean, you can tell. You yeah. know, I'm way more erratic than that. And most. now the entire audience knows that we're a couple of old men. <laughs> but who cares? But who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they didn't know by the baloney incident. <laughs> I'm finally sitting here talking about baloney. Bologna. The baloney incident. My baloney has a first name. H O M E R. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know, man. Uh, bologna. What else we talk about? Potato uh, soup. You Freddie Mercury. To, uh, Petey Pablo. <laughs> no, 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 no. no Road, I did a slot. That slot. That thing you do on the skis that I can't ski, but you turn sideways and you put the snow on the bullet. Yeah, and I can't do that. That's what I did with. Petey I can't Pablo. ski. Never been skiing. So. I've covered Petey Pablo with snow. <laughs> and not that. <laughs> not the good kind. Uh, I've been skiing. I was horrible at it. Yeah. I've never skiing been, and snowboarding. I've never been anywhere where there was enough snow to ski or snowboard. No, it's not what you want to do. I'm I'm more of a sled guy. <laughs> yeah. like, I want to lay rock. down on this oh, thing no, I and, let it, rock and it enjoy down the ride. Steer it, ba- barely steer it, but I can get myself, ooh, ooh. I kind of <laughs> like the, the narrow <laughs> mark. I just have to lay down and careen down a mountainside recklessly until oblivion. Just I an entire ride of close calls. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually more of a sit-up guy. Sit up, lean back, use your feet mm-hmm. to to uh, to steer. I'm, I'm I'm more of that guy. I'm I'm, I'm more of a toboggan lad. 
Boggin. But I, as, as far as that, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's not El Scarhead to be more of a hunter and a fisherman than a sledder and a... I'm a hunter and a fisherman. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's true, though. I mean, I don't, he's, I don't know if he is or not, but I am for sure. I don't know the man. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable commenting on his personal items. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't. Uh, you were going to, uh, coming back from the break, you had a, a story you were going to tell me about, about this VR arcade. I can't remember the guy's name. I believe it's Brooks. Oh, Lord. He wrote a book. He was a, a kid during the Columbine shootings. Was a friend of like the guys that shot everybody mm-hmm. up. He was a, like a college, a college kid, a high school kid or whatever. He was like a senior, and then all that went down, and of course, his, his peppered his life or or glazed his life with horrible. Um, he wrote a book about it. He's been making his life, you know, like trying to deal with it. Told the stories, been on interviews, done all this stuff about uh, what it is. But he's kind of come along. He's married. He's got some kids, I guess, and. He was saying, I need to look into it so I have more information to actually tell you. But I know he opened, I can't remember where it was, whether it's in Dubai or Japan, but I think it might be Japan considering the technology. But I'm just really grasping at straws. Yeah. Well, like g- give, me, give me the rough. Fully, that's what I'm doing. It's a fully like functional, operational VR arcade. And, Which uh, sounds really, really sweet. Yeah, I really want to look into it more so I don't have enough information. To tell you the goodies, I mean all of it about, but damn it, Bobby. Uh, you know, one of them, uh, it was a scenario where you have to rescue this young Syrian or Iranian or or whatever, some Middle Eastern village that was under uh, duress from some kind of militants or warlike situation, and to go into it and kind of, the, the, I guess the the, the push, push me pull you of the of the story is to to save a little girl from a fire or some kind of tank explosion. I don't know. I'm That's just, pretty cool. I like the fact that the first thing he did wasn't. Let's uh, create a world, stick a gun in your hand, and push you into it. Well, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm fine with that, too. I'm sure there's that. But, I mean, uh, and swords and shields. The first VR I ever saw was a guy walking around with a stick and, like, a thing that was, like, a, it was very lawnmower man. Mm-hmm. But this was years ago. I mean, the technology is insane yeah. at this point. So, I mean, uh, if you could get, like they did, I think, in Ready Player One with that that pad that kind of wherever you're walking moves in that, that direction. That kind of 3D like treadmill. 3D treadmill yeah. thing and you're in a circle or you have like the, the harness on that's like a gyroscope where if you wanted to step off you could. Yeah. Or in any in any type of jump or aerial situation it lifts you up. Yeah. But you have like to be it. in a big area. Like an eight foot ceiling is not going to work. Yeah. No. Uh, well I guess it would. It's a motion simulator. You only have to move this much Yeah. for your inner ear yeah. to pick up. So all you have to do is come off the ground that much and your mind and your body your fill in the rest. Fill in the yeah. inertia as you go. Yeah. Uh, that's the technology they're working with, obviously. <laughs> I just don't know. I am not smart enough to fill in the gaps of that genetic no. code. No, with indeed. mosquito DNA. Mosquito. Not mosquito, but dinosaur DNA yeah. kept inside of a crystallized mosquito. John Hammond. <laughs> Thank you for that trip back to Jurassic Park. Yeah, that was weak. That was weak sauce, wasn't it? <laughs> I had only one reach, and it was to dinosaur babies. Dinosaur, dino babies. Shake hands with dino babies. I would love to shake hands with dino babies. <laughs> Pet their slimy heads. They're not slimy. They're reptiles, aren't they? Cold and clammy. <laughs> Man, you're judgmental. I truly <laughs> Don't you am. Don't talk bad about dinosaurs. <laughs> Maybe one dinosaur you know personally. <laughs> Besides Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I like I like Billy Joel. Sorry. Besides the piano man, no, he's more than that. 
He's in the New York State of Mind. Man, he didn't that's my favorite. Fire. That's my that's my favorite Billy Billy Joel song. New York State of Mind. New York State I'm of in the New York State of Mind. It's yeah. a really it's a really good tune. I'd like to ask a question, but if I do, it'll it'll spinning wheel merry go round. <laughs> well, ask a question, sir. Oh, how do you get so big eating food of this kind? <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. Uh, how's the, the the diabetes? Uh, do you eat a lot of Quaker oats? Uh, periodically in the morning. Fair enough. I'll oh. have a, a bowl of the uh, of the oatmeal. I can't eat it. Can't eat it. Don't wanna. <laughs> I don't want it either, but I could eat it. So and it can fills you me egg? up. I can do eggs. All right, Fred, I've had it for two years now. I've been diagnosed for two years now. Um, in that two years, that I've found. There's a lot of things I'll eat for breakfast, and there's a lot of things I did eat for breakfast, and I eventually just got sick of all of them. <laughs> so now my breakfast usually consists of a Diet Coke and and a uh, Egg McMuffin, because so that's one thing on the menu that I can eat. You're, you're standing here as a man that owns a video store, <laughs> and you're telling me that you can have a Diet Coke, but you can't have a potato? Yeah. That and when did I own the video strange. store? Shut up when I'm talking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I was just, it was going for the joke. But, um. <laughs> it got me. It got no, it's just confusing. It's just confusing because I know Diet Coke to be, like, when I was working out real hard and I was losing all that weight. I decided I wanted something other than flavored water or water or coconut water or whatever I was drinking. Which I finally steered toward. And I, I got I got a uh, I got a diet coke and I was just started. Oh, this is good. It's good because you. It's not good. Actually, it tastes horrible. You <laughs> yeah, want a coke? It's, is it's what awful. You want. Yeah. But it's like a a third generation Coca Cola knockoff. Like as to Doctor Thunder, which I have no problem with that. But I'm yeah. just saying it's a different thing. Oh, anyway. I noticed that when I started drinking Diet Coke, my weight loss and my muscles, they plateaued. Stopped. Stopped yeah. completely. So I don't know what the chemical makeup well, is. Well, if, like if I would cut out the Coke Zeros and the Diet Cokes, my, I would start losing again. I'd be in great shape but if I just I stopped drinking beer. love drinking the Coke Zero. I love Coke Zero. It tastes enough like Coke to get me by and gives me hard. caffeine. Yeah. yeah. And, and for the first six months after I got diagnosed... I drank water and maybe a Coke Zero a week. Maybe. Well, you got you had a, like a like a, a health scare. Well, yeah, yeah. So you were cooling from my so, health. So and and my body was fried. Didn't know what to, you know. Didn't know. Didn't function properly. I anymore. just have to eat so. I, because I'm such a simple, simple creature. Really, when you break me down, I'm that's what I am. I'm more of an eggs guy. I can eat eggs because I can cook. You can cook eggs a hundred different yeah. ways. And it takes, I mean, if you got a hot pan, yeah, oh, you know takes, what I mean. It takes no effort, any, no time. Any type of eggs, unless you're going to poach, which takes a little bit of prep. You do the night before. If you want a poached egg, and you can't have bread, not really, not yeah. any meaningful bread. But there's there's other types of things you can certainly have. But I mean, you I like tortillas. Kind of delve and, into that, but tortillas and, and English bread. muffins. I love English muffins. I can English muffins. I can have. So I mean, the butter, raw butter. Um, not margarine, but raw butter and an English muffin and some garlic, some parsley. You got you a piece of garlic bread and a fried egg. You got breakfast, cat. That's it. And if you got some sausage links and stuff, see what I was doing is I would get a whole pack of sausage, a whole dozen eggs, and a whole bunch of whatever, 
whatever I was doing. Sometimes vegetables or fruit. I like I like simple sugars too, but I'll eat I eat peaches or pineapple. It's something yeah. that's that's the kind of fruit that I like. But anyway, I long like story even longer. Yeah, me too. But I can't eat an apple every day because I, I vary it up. Uh, I like pears. Pears are my favorite. Mm, I do love pears. Um, but any, excuse me. But anyhow, um, I'd cook twelve dozen eggs. Twelve dozen. Eight dozen <laughs> eggs. Sorry, I, I flipped it. I Petey Pabloed it. Um, <laughs> I like you know. I, I'd, I'd fry a few. I'd scramble a few. I'd, I'd you know however you want to do your eggs. I've baked several, which is really awesome. Um. You can get a quiche cup and have a breakfast in a bite, which is you make mm-hmm. bacon and put it in there, put an egg in it, throw it in the oven and bake it, pull it out, and that like it's an yeah, egg. It's, it's throw it, but it's not a lot of people. It's not enough, so you have to have two. So there's two, four, six, eight. You know, you off yeah. your numbers, and I'm weird. So I filled up this huge plastic Tupperware thing with breakfast for a week, and when I get up, I have my pre-workout, I have my little breakfast. And sometimes I'd skip it and go to the gym with an empty stomach. Ooh. And then, oh, it's brutal, but it's awesome. It's never good. It's awesome. It's awesome. You come back and you're a ravenous beast. You eat your breakfast and it satisfies you. Because your body's burning. And, I mean, I lost a bunch of weight quick. But I was also doing a lot of other stuff. Yeah. But now I got, I mean, I'm doing this again, so I put on the weight again. I've got bursitis with both shoulders. My hips messed up. Yeah. You know? It's just uh, the chemicals I produce, my, my body particularly produces when I work out and stuff like that, especially diet, makes me happier in general. I'm a yeah. lightning rod. I'm just like, hey, guys, let's hang out. You know, it's no, a better um, state of mind for me. The, 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 the diet, the medication, it's this weird, uh, this weird balance that I had to find. Yeah. And, uh, and now, that I've got the, now that I've got the diet pretty much down, yeah. if I could get back into the exercising world, if I could get back into lifting – I would, I could be a monster because I don't have to worry about putting on, I don't have to worry about putting on weight anymore well, because of my thing? diet. Is it a time thing? Because they got 24 hour gym, it's, right? t- it's time. It's, it's not time. It's money. You know, it, you know, it takes a lot to join for a dollar. It's like Where? 20 bucks a month. Anytime right down here. Oh, at any time. It's not the best gym that I've seen. I like snap and see, I like to go snap early in the morning because there's nobody there and yeah. the gym is mine. Well, when I was a bodybuilder, I liked I liked I worked out at Spectrum because it, it was a full service gym. Any machine, any muscle group I wanted to work on, I could work on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was paying through the nose for it. I did that for a year. Became a giant monster in like a year. Well, I wasn't giant. I wasn't. I was definitely. Well, we were much bigger. I was much more. How bigger. about this? Much more defined. Yeah. You were much more defined. You weren't any bigger. Real about your? Yeah, you were. Yeah. Your arms were way bigger. My arms were were way bigger. I looked at that. I looked at my arms in the mirror the other day. I was like, "Oh man, I've lost all my arm mass." But a lot of that so came I. from me losing all that weight. Yeah, but you you're know, not after lose that much muscle mass. Like I was in great shape, and I I mean, twice in my life I've been in great shape. My chest fell in my gut. My arms just about disappeared. Just about. Yeah. Um. And if I could get back in the gym, I could turn into a just a, a monster again. Well, because you're not. I mean, you had a forced diet, and that's the easiest way to diet when you don't have a choice. Yeah. I don't. The only difference is now that uh, weak, the only difference now is I would have to eat before every workout because a, a workout will essentially cause my blood sugar to drop. It's like hypoglycemia. No, it's it's just it's, insulin it's just the burning. It's just my metabolism works to the point where if I do any type of strenuous activity, my blood sugar starts to fall. Makes sense. So I'd have to eat, and then. Uh, what I would, what was recommended was eat before workout, 
work out while I'm working out, drink a protein shake while I'm working out. Yeah, okay, and fair enough. That you don't want to get that swell, though. Yeah. That's going to jack your blood pressure all up. No, it, it did with me. I'm on. I'm also on cholesterol medicine, so I'd be, yeah. I'd be fine. Statins? But, You're taking statins or whatever? Uh, Lipitor. I think that's a statin. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a grouping of drugs. Yeah, it's a... I can't remember, though. It's a lubricant. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it? It makes the cholesterol slippery and slightly, so it doesn't, it doesn't stop, you know, in a vein or blood vessel. Fair enough. I'm probably riddled. But, I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm one of those guys that I'm so psychosomatic that if you tell me I'm sick, if you show me x-rays and stuff, I'll become sick. Yeah. As long as you leave me alone, I'll just one day drop dead. <laughs> of, like, a horrible aneurysm or something. I'll just be living. Well, I mean, dude, that's I mean, that's how I was living until I woke up one morning with what felt like essentially a knife in my gut. And I worked with it all day, all day with a knife in my gut. And then at the end of the day, I said, okay, the pain is too much. I'm going to the hospital. <laughs> you know, the boss man said, all right, let me know how it goes. Yeah. And they admitted me within, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I did the th- same thing with my heart. My when blood I sugar was 500. Yeah, mine's never been that high that I know of. But, I mean, um, or low, depending on the situation. But, I mean, I don't know. Just all the trauma you went through as a, as a young man or a younger man. I guess, well, it was, like... It was everything leading up to that point that caused it. There was probably a good year where I really just did not take care of myself. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, all I know all my joints have scar tissue in them. I know every one yep. of them does. But the moment, like, with my hip, the moment I get x-rays or, sur- or whatever whatever happens, now you, it's a problem. You instantly feel it. Oh, God, my, my, my hip bo- hurts. My yeah. body, my, 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 my temperament, my father's, and, and Christian's, you just, are, we accept things very quickly. Like, this hurts. Okay, well, this hurts forever. That's my life now. It's just, I don't know why. I don't know. It's not a good thing for sure, but it's a it's a really quick way to adapt to like, um, just discomfort. Yeah. Because like, I mean, I know I need to go back on the diet. I know I need to start working out and all that stuff. But if I do, it's I'm such a intense dude that like it's such a commitment that affects everybody around me. Yeah. So it's like I got to work, and then after work I got to stop by the gym. I got to do that. You know, I'm, I'm rolling and that, and that's so one the, much. That's one of the things that keeps me that that's kept me out of the gym so far. Is like it's got. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna if I get back in the gym, I'll lock in. And I don't like, really have to go to the gym to tell you the truth. I got the weight bench here. It's not a lot of weight. It's not a lot. I don't have a lot of weight. No. But well, I mean, for the same money I could do a month at the gym, I can buy more plates and I can build a gym in here or whenever I move because I'm. Really pushing yeah, back. My thing was though, I and and that was a and when I when I started that few years ago when I became body you know when I started body I remember you were jacked. Part of the reason that I went ahead and paid the astronomical fees I was paying for the gym is because the gym going to the gym is a mindset. Yeah, fair enough. I can't do that at home. If I, I, I at home I can ignore the weights. I can look at the weights and be like, meh. But if I have to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to lift the weights, and I'm going to go home. The next day, I'm going to get up, I'm going to work, and I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to lift the weights, and I'm going to go home. Well, I mean, you remember, I was also going to jiu-jitsu or judo, yeah. whatever, and I was going I was going there twice a week at least, sometimes three times a week, and I was going to the gym three times a week uh, without that, fail. Me and Duddy talked about that the other day because he called and asked me about wall-to-wall, and he was, like, he was like, what should I do? And I was like, honestly, when you first sign up, you get – however many classes for free go to every one of them and see what you like yeah don't keep doing it because you'll burn out 
but go and see what yeah. you like. You know, because I, I remember you telling me that you did the I same did. thing. I went you went to every to every one of them. Once you found one that you really wanted to lock into, that's what you went to because it's too hard to keep up with. You can't you know, go every day. You can't. I went, well, you can. You Don't can. get me wrong. A certain type of person, if you had nothing, if you were independently wealthy or your bills were all paid, and all you had to do was like get up, stretch, you go get a massage, eat a nice breakfast, and wait for the gym to open, you'd be square. Yeah. That'd be fun. But there's plenty of people that ain't got nothing that are in great shape. So you have to be able to think around it. And what I've learned is that every day, every day I went to, I went to Muay Thai class, I went to Jiu Jitsu. They have the Aikido. The only reason you go to Aikido is I don't think Aikido is worth it. But Aikido teaches you sword play. Yeah. That's the only reason to go. I like weight shifts, you know, and like using other people's weight against them. I think that's cool. But if you want to learn the way of the, the art of the sword in a modern day time, that is the way to go. Yeah. Um, you're not going to learn. There's not, nobody. That's all movie shit. You're not going to learn. Anybody's teaching the way. No, no Bushido. Yeah, there's no, there's no one that's going to give you the Bushido code. I mean, you can read it all you want, but if you want to learn how to how to you know use a, use a sword or a stick shaped like a sword or right. a cane that you're carrying as you become older as a as a defensive or attack weapon, that's uh, the way to the, go for sure. What's the uh, the name for the it's the training of the samurai, but now it's done with the the masks and the in the in the bamboo. Oh, the uh, man. <sighs> Not Kendo. I can't remember. That's it. Kendo. Is it Kendo? Yeah, it's Kendo. Are you sure? I thought that yeah. was a... No, that's a, no, it's Kendo, because the other one you're thinking of is Kempo. Kempo is a t- the, the, like a top of karate. Yeah. A ver- a, but a, the Kendo is the you know the one with the... you know They're training you in the way of the samurai. But so it's more like fencing. It's weird Japanese headgear. Yeah. You have no periphery. Yeah. But I guess I that's the It's more like fencing. It's still cool. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to do it. I don't know if I want to wear... I get my ass beat by a 12-year-old. I, <laughs> <try it out. laughs> I don't know if I want to stand here in billowy <clears throat> pants and a mask and get wailed on, but... Oh, I totally do. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm, oh, I, I totally do. If I was going to learn that, I would go balls to the wall. That's just where I am. But um, I think I like, at this age, not that I'm ancient or anything, but I've put, like, I'm, I'm 37, but I'm about 62 and... Bad decisions, drinking <laughs> Navy cocaine, age like you know years. So, I mean it. It was just that was the difference. That was the flux, I guess you could say, of uh, what I. So, I mean, if I go back into it, I'm gonna. I'm, I don't trust myself to start back at orange. I'm gonna go back as a white belt. Yeah, because that's what. A, that's what's. That's what the honorable thing is to do. I can't. I remember well enough to handle myself, but I don't remember my. I don't remember it well enough to put it in practice and pass a test. Yeah, I just don't. And if it's a hundred bucks, doesn't seem like it's a lot. Yeah, but it is. But it is. Yeah. If you you think of one hundred and twenty-five bucks, if you're going to the gym, and you're going there twice a week. What else are you doing? With you know, your, the reason I you love know. it so much is because when you get in there for an hour after warm up and you pair up and everything, it seems like that. Yeah, it seems like you've been done. there for no fifteen minutes. Yeah, those those few times I went with you, I was like, man, all right, it's it's over already. I'm just getting this. It's an yeah. hour. It's an, it, it feels like an hour. Two hour class. By the time you were through that second, they they're doing it right. By the time you're through that second hour, you'd be rubber. Yeah, you just you're done. Your you're body is not used to doing it. So um, even now. I mean, I'd love to go back. 
and here in the next few weeks I might actually um, but if I do it's such a it's such a uh, you're busy all the time yeah right anyway you're gonna get home you're not gonna get home till 8 30 that's twice a week yeah. now if you go to the gym right after work that's 7 30 so you can squeeze it even with the kid I used to, I, several times I brought Christian and Malachi with me we did the stretches and I worked out with them and while I got them, oh, you're, you're set up on this. You do this. I'd go over and bust the set out real quick. Yeah. And bust the set out real quick. Now, it's hard, but I've made it happen. So, I guess it just depends on which way you want to go with it. Yeah. I'd rather just do it so I can give up this stuff because I'm not as happy as I was for sure. Yeah. This is just, this is the uh, insert. This is the, the what is it, the, uh, the chapter. This is the bookmark yeah. of me trying to deal with my stuff while I can't freaking afford them. Medication that I need, yeah. and I can't. I can't even take pre-workout now because it makes me a wild. It makes, you, makes you insane. I'll yeah. tear my shoulders. Off. I couldn't take pre-workout when when we were working out. Like we'd all meet up at the gym, and well, the guy on the way, and all the guys had already taken their pre-workout, so they're all jacked and everything. I was like, dude, I cannot work out like that. I need to. I need to. My my focus is enough. You've got to find another focus. What you do is what I did. I take my pre-workout on the way or before I left, and by the time I get there, you know, it'd amp you up. I'll pick me a song, pick me a record, a full record or several records or a podcast, especially one of the long ones, and putting it in there and being aware of the people, you know, or whatever, you're in your own, you're in your own space. Yeah. Nobody else might as well be there unless they're on the machine you want, which there's plenty, you know, so you can go wherever. And I did that. And, and, and to cool down, I'd get on the treadmill and yeah. just walk. I never could work out with headphones on. I tried. And it just didn't work out for me. What I ended up doing is taking my headphones and uh, getting some basketball shorts and putting them in my pocket and doing like construction used to do, just run the wire up my sweaty back and wrap them around and then put them in. And then just work. Yeah, every time I try to do it, like I'd, I'd, like I'd, I'm, I'd lay down on the bench and I'm about to bench and my phone falls on the floor. And I'm like, Ugh. Oh, See, that's another thing. Uh, the way I do it is I always, you know how your, your pockets do this? Yeah. In, in workout shorts? Sling it on your nuts. Just, you're going to sling the pockets over. Yeah. I always did that. Also, I've done this several times too. Take your phone and put it in your bag in the locker. Or, you know, wherever you set yeah. your bag. Just put it away. Go ahead because you know you're going to have a, a, a protein or whatever afterwards or whatever. Um, I like the, the relax, the Nuo water that's the chill water. Yeah. I like that afterwards, too. But I'm going to do protein, and I, I, because of the way I work out, I wasn't gaining mass at all. I was just rocking up. That's That was where me and Derek and differed. Carving out, yeah. I didn't want to be. I didn't need to be huge. It's not impressive to me. It wasn't about being impressive. It was about being functional. I wanted yeah. to be functional. I was like, when I reach over and grab 45, I want to be able to pick it up, throw it up, and catch it in my hand. I don't care how swollen you are with creatine. You yeah. can't do that. You know what I mean? So yeah. th- that was the thing. And uh, anyway, he, well, that was, he looks bad, by the way. I saw him at the store the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, he's all tracked up. Yeah, the way that they would work out, it was the way I was working out then as well. And I, I agree with you more these days especially. I want the more functional strength. Well, also, you don't damage your joints as much. It was like, okay, let's put 225. Ready? I'm going to spot you. And you're smashing out. How many sets are you going to do? Four? Yeah. No. You're going to do four reps, and you're going to take 30 seconds, and you're going to do another four, and you're going to struggle the whole time. Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna grow for sure. 
They're going to grow. Yeah, you're going to get all swollen but up. What's but you're your not going to be able to use that muscle. What's your wrist? What's your elbow? Because me, I'm already damaged. I'm throwing myself out of vehicles. You know, like I'm, I'm I can feel it, I can, especially on my shoulders. So, um, um, I had the yeah, I feel it in my hips work, and my knees. Now, my, so. my hips for sure. My hips and my ankles. My knees are all right right now, except for the left one. That I jacked this whole left side up. My whole left side is. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But anyway, uh, long story even longer. That, I mean, that's the way to do it. It's just you can work slow and methodical and just and keep yourself from hurting yourself. And that's what helped me, like working out with older guys or rolling uh, in jiu-jitsu or judo with older guys because everybody's got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. You can't go out there looking for the belt. You can't go out there, you know, you're not fighting You can't for go them. out there with torn shoulders and, and, and that was busted thing. up rotator cuffs. I put cuffs. on all the braces. That I, I feel like I need you'd laugh at me. I got, I mean, this angle, this angle, both wrists, this knee. You probably back. look like an ad for uh, for the academy gym section. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just racked up because the pressure. Like I can, I can feel the arthritis and the swelling, but also I drink, which is inflammation in my joints. If I stop that, I seal up. I still get bursitis, but I seal up, and I'm way more. I don't know. I become. I like. I'm gonna carved out of wood. Yeah. And it doesn't take long either. Yeah. No, you you're, get corded. You were huge in here, dude. It took me five months. Yeah. But I wasn't huge. I was. I was. I was ripped up. And yeah. if I if I could have added swimming. If I could have at that time, if I would have added the diet that I have now. Oh, you'd be straight. I'd be ridiculous. I have a perfect diet now. Actually, matter of fact, tell you the truth. Other than slamming a burger or whatever, whenever. Um, which I rarely do. I have the perfect diet. There's just one thing in my diet that I should take out. Yep. It's all those empty carbs sitting right there. Switch to vodka. It'd be okay. <laughs> or worse. Vodka. Vodka. That's not how I expected to take this summer. A gulag making hot dicks to the throne. <laughs> well, I think we're ready to wrap it up this time around. Yeah, I didn't even finish dinner. That means I have to pee and finish dinner. For some, the same for, time. for two people who aren't going to eat it, because <laughs> I'm sure Paige has eaten ramen noodles in a fit of rage, <laughs> and Christian won't eat unless I tear him from the the video game and force him to. He's gonna push the envelope as far as he can. That's right. <sighs> Electronics. <laughs> right, nothing like the smell of a good microphone. I'm reminded of that part where it's like Michael Winslow pretended to be a robot in the police academy where yeah. he stuck the wires and he's like mm, mm, mm. horrible TV love that movie <laughs> and on that note we cue the music that's right a blame yourself production if you don't like what you hear Blame yourself.